Welcome to episode two of the Get Lost podcast presented by Lost Bay. Joining us today is Tyler Simpson, better known as Nemo Lakes. He has released four singles under the name Nemo Lakes, and we are really excited about his upcoming project, All the Cool Kids Die. Before we get started, here is his most recent single, Ugly Face. Thanks for being here today. How you doing? Dude, I'm doing well. Thanks for having me. Good. Yeah. Before we get started, I just want to give you a little, some time to give us a quick rundown of who you are as an artist and just anything that you might want our listeners to know. Yeah. Um. So my name is Tyler. I go by Nemo Lakes everywhere. I kind of, this Nemo Lakes project, I kind of see it as like an alter ego or a way that I could kind of explore these different parts of my personality that are kind of different than what I would usually do versus for example a lot of these songs are very aggressive and kind of the whole point is to put this whole ego and this whole idea of being masculine and being a man and being this aggressive person kind of on a pedestal as it's a part of me but not a big part of me and doing that to juxtapose the softness and just the real emotion behind it and it's kind of the whole project is really a project of self-discovery. And um, yeah, that's essentially what the idea behind it all is. Um, I've been making music for quite a while now. I started just making soul beats inspired by Jay Dilla when I was in like seventh grade. And I'm, that was when I moved to Texas and everyone was like, oh my God, you make beats? Like you make beats, you're on SoundCloud. And I kind of got bullied out of making music for a little bit and I just got super into going to record stores and and picking up stuff and listening to jazz music and i over the next couple of years just didn't make any music but learn how to play guitar learn how to play some piano and then revisited producing like four or five years later and kind of it all kind of took off when i moved to la for college and realized this is actually what i want to do i don't want to run a business or be an accountant i want to do this shit and you did mention that you studied business at USC. Yeah. Um, so how like does that give you a different perspective, you know, on the music industry? Like how has that contributed to your process? Well, it was like, um, yeah, so I was a music, I was a business major. I was a music industry minor. Um, so I, at least with the business side, I thought it was nice to have like some more than anything I got out of business was more just like the marketing classes and then the accounting classes. And pretty much with accounting, it's just like, okay, I'm not going to be a fucking idiot when, yeah, <laughs> uh, when it comes down to actually where I have money, I can figure out stuff. I'm not going to go broke immediately. It's pretty much just all I got out of it was personal <laughs> finance and just ideas of how to work with a team. Cause almost everything is like a group project. And I'm like, okay, I'm the, 
I'm the type of person to really, really push and try to take on a lot of stuff by myself. But in those situations, you can't really. And it's more of like, I got to learn how to let other people do more. I want to ask a little about your name, Nemo Lakes. I, I think of finding Nemo and I'm sure I'm not the only one out there, yeah, but yeah. just what's the, what's the story behind that name? Yeah. So, so finding Nemo is a part of the name where essentially like Nemo is a, a nickname that I had when I was a kid because in elementary school, we went on a field trip to a water park and I got lost. And my, <laughs> and uh, my, my teacher was a huge fan of finding Nemo. Like, Whenever, like she would, she had a bunch of posters on the wall and I was just an emo from that point on. And lakes is because I grew up on a lake in super rural Canada called Shushwap Lake. Um, and yeah, it's just, I felt like it kind of fit. I honestly just want to listen to some music with you. Yeah. Um, is that cool? Yeah, absolutely. Well, cool. I'm just going to prompt you with some questions and then you'll take the ox and select the song. I got you, you. ready. Yeah. First one's easy. So if you're listening to Nemo Lakes for the first time, what song are you going to pick? I'd say probably Piggy Bank. That's the, there's a reason why I released it first. Okay. Tell us a little bit about this song. Yeah. So this was the very first song that I released. The reason why that one I put out first specifically is because um, basically it's the most kind of aggressive, more rap forward song that I have. And I'm thinking, okay, I want to start releasing music and there's going to be a lot of people from my life that are going to judge me uh, for what I'm doing. So I'm like, I'm going to get every single piece of judgment out of the way right at the beginning and have my family friends think I'm some like white rapper and I'm rapping and saying, I'm going to freaking be aggressive and, and put a bitch in a headlock. Like what the <laughs> fuck is that? But, uh, yeah, basically, I just did that to kind of get it out of the way. But the whole song is a metaphor for acting tough and acting hard when you're really not. And um, yeah, the whole the, the whole thing is me acting hard while m- making fun of myself, ironically, the whole time. And uh, that is that's that's essentially I, th- I think it's it has that aggressive front meaning, but it has that kind of background to it to where it's like if you take a deeper dive you'll understand the reason why that was kind of the way I started everything. Yeah, that's some good insight. Um, So now we're going to play 30 seconds of this song. Um, So if you're listening to Nemo Lakes for the first time, you should listen to Piggy Bank. I love it. That's, that's a great one. I think that's, that is the first one that I listened to um, and was hooked for sure. Oh, thank you, bro. Um, I don't know. Yeah. I get the hate on white rappers and I mean, you're not a rapper, but I don't know. I, it just works on that track. Yeah, no, that was, that was my, that was actually the first track on this whole project that I'm working on. The very first one I made, that's like the thesis of the whole sound of everything was like, okay, like, 
lush guitars some like weird electronic production and then just like fast aggressiveness and that was that was really that one session i just made that in my room over the course of like a couple days and spent hours like individually moving every single drum and all that and it was yeah i don't know (laughs) do you work with do you work with like a band do you work with other people a lot what does your collaboration look like um i produce everything like 99 percent of everything by myself in my room um after everything's produced and everything i go over to my boy bobby moda's place um and he mixes and masters everything i'm actually as soon as I we finish this call, I'm heading over there and doing the last two songs on the project today. Um, but basically, I'll produce almost everything myself. There's two other credits on the whole project of other people, but it, it's really like I'm learning how to collaborate because I really don't do it that often. It sounds like you have a lot of resources and so many cool artists you could collaborate with, um, but I'm sure that'll come later on. Yeah, I think my my whole thing is like I want this upcoming project to be really exactly what I could do as an individual with the constraints that I have right now, which is just like I'm making stuff in my room and music right now is it's it isn't, but I'm kind of treating it like a hobby because I have like a full time job and other stuff like that. But eventually, like there will be a point where all the resources are in and like that's it's going to be awesome. (laughs) Yeah, there you go. What are you doing for work? Dude, I'm freaking waiting tables right now, like five nights a week. Grinding. Yeah, grinding, grinding the service industry. Yeah. I feel like you have to do it at some point, right? It's yeah. No, it's it's uh it's pretty brutal, but I mean I'm I'm a couple years into it and it's like every single day I'm like, God, this sucks, but it's gonna pay off. <laughs> I think this music thing's gonna take off eventually. Yeah, I hope so as well. I know so as well. Um, so you played a show recently. Um, one of the, what was it the 29th street production show? Yeah. Um, how was that? Um, it was great. I mean, I really, everyone that was on the bill was really, really good. Like I was honored the 29th street productions, Joe, the guy that throws, it's like one of my best friends and we've done a few shows together and he was talking to me about wanting to throw another show. And originally the, I think the idea for the show was, is I wanted to play with Maddie for months and Maddie and I were talking about doing a show and, Joe was like, okay, like we'll figure it out. And eventually we got Lance and Kenny on and overall uh, had a great time. I enjoyed my set. I enjoyed watching everyone else and talked to a lot of really cool people. And the the whole point of those shows is like, it's just a the whole kind of scene coming together and you end up standing there just talking to a bunch of people all night too. And it's uh, it's a really good vibe. Yeah, no, for sure. It looked, I was bummed I couldn't make it, but it looked like a good vibe. I got to see you live at some point and maybe we'll try to get you out of show dude absolutely in the near future absolutely um kenny's great i've seen him live down in san diego before um are you close with him no that was the first time i ever met him was that night and she talked to him a couple times then but uh i'm big fan of his music too i think he's really really good he had a great show yeah he's his music's so vibey i feel like it's like perfect for fall time very chill laid back yeah absolutely um which leads us into our next question so it's a beautiful fall day you know you're out on a walk maybe you have a dog um what song are you listening to dude i got one for you actually i got a little walking playlist uh go yeah uh you came prepared 
Yeah. Uh, <laughs> the dude, as far as I can see by Fantagram off of their Eyelid Movies project. All right. Let's get that queued up. Tell us a little bit about this song. I think I know it. Yeah. I so, Fantagram in years, but so Fantag- I'm excited. This album is like top five of my biggest inspirations. Um, this song is just an album cut, not a single or anything like that, but just the uh, the really stuttery electronic production I freaking love. It's a beautiful fall day. You're out on a walk. Here's a song that you should listen to. As far as I can see by Fantagram. All right, I'm ready to go on a walk now. I think that's that's getting added to the playlist. Yes, sir. I feel like I, I've definitely never heard that song. Um, and I don't think of them sounding quite like that. No, that that whole project is uh I just I, I ended up going back to it pretty recently because they did a reissue of their vinyl, and it's like this deluxe version with a bunch of different songs that were from the time that haven't come out yet. And just listening through and I, I was like oh my god like listen to this album so many times and i've never really focused on this song and it's so good yeah no i'm gonna go back and listen to that entire thing i feel like i know when i'm small obviously i'm sure everyone knows that one yeah um cool thanks for that yeah. have you seen them live i that is uh them and king cruel and are like the two artists that i need to see live that i haven't yet I don't know if they're, st- I wonder if they're still touring. Dude, they are. They're on tour right now. I almost, I was so close to going to Orange County last week to go see them, but it was like, it's a two hour drive and like an $150 ticket on a day where I had to work. And I was like, I can't do it. Where were, the, where were they playing? I don't know exactly, but it was some like, it was, it wasn't like a arena, but it was, it was like, it was like a, a full concert hall venue. All right. We're looking this up. I want to see. Was it the house of blues? Not 100%. I don't know. It was. Yeah. House of Blues. Yeah. That would have been a good place to see them. Yeah. No, they had a, they had a show like last year with like, it was them and then Gene opened for them. And I was like, oh my God. Like Gene, <laughs> what a, Gene, Gene opened for Fantagram at Red Rocks. Gene Dawson opened for them. Yeah. Yeah. What? Yeah. This was like last year. I was, it was, it was the craziest thing I've ever seen, but I, I mean, I wasn't going to go, but seemed that's, awesome that's such an interesting combo yeah i can't see that at all but that's incredible i've loki it i think it really fits it's it, you wouldn't expect it but like gene and like me and a lot of the, the these artists coming up in this new genre i think that that early 2000s 
indie pop is very 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 influential okay yeah what other what other groups i mean like groups like them groups like mgmt groups like phoenix phoenix Um, is great yeah that's still one of the best concerts i've been to yeah empire of the sun all those all those bands that are there's it's i think this new genre coming up with like gene and paris texas and junior varsity and all those people are like a punk version of that it's it's like yeah yeah speaking of gene and jv that tour looks awesome are you going when they're coming to la no i won't be there I got, I have some stuff I have to do, but mine, I have a bunch of friends that are going and it's going to be, it's going to be sick. Uh, I've seen them a few times. Yeah, no, it's going to be amazing. I actually haven't seen Gene live, but I've seen JV a couple of times and they're awesome. Yeah. Gene gets better every time for real. He, he like, I think the first time I saw him was a few years ago and it was like, his show was good. And then the, every time I've seen him, it's just been progressively better. Yeah. It looks like people are having a good time, some good moshing going on. Yeah. Which leads us into our next question. Um, I imagine people moshing at your shows. Has this been happening? Dude, that, that's that's the thing is I'm still in the stage where I need to get people to know my music because I I'm I got stuff where I'm like, I know they want to mosh to this, but people are still thinking, who the fuck is this guy? So it's it's not there yet, but eventually people will know the music and stuff and know what to do. It's just it's gonna take you know a few more shows, maybe some more time, but that's what that energy is is gonna be there. I love that. Well, what song are you wanting to mosh to right now? <laughs> um, best concert I ever been to in my life. Uh, Drunk and disorderly by the Chats. All right. All right, I have it pulled up. Tell us a little bit about this song before we play it. Um, yeah, Aussie band. Shout out, shout out my Aussie bands. Just typical, just bogan Aussie punk band. Uh, they got pretty like in the know because their song "Smoko," which is a, uh, it was it's it's the Australian term for a smoke break. And this song is, uh, I think, a couple years older. I just remember I saw them at Coachella and they played like twenty songs and. 30 minutes and they were all it was the craziest like i was scared for my personal well-being and uh this song was so fire did you come away with a black eye oh i i, I left and like laid on the on the grass outside the, of the stage for like 10 minutes i was like could barely breathe that's how you know you're doing it right yeah all right so we're gonna play a little bit of this song um so here's a song that tyler is wanting to mosh to right now. Drunk and disorderly, drunk and disorderly, 
I'm ready to go. Yeah. Yeah, no, it's just absolute the most redneck Aussies ever. Like they all got mullets, like oh i love that hilarious people people were like at at the show like jumping on stage running around them like throwing punches at each other on stage like people in the crowd and then jumping back in they didn't freaking bat an eye it was sick sick. would you cut a mullet oh i i definitely need 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 some type of like hairstyle change i like the hair now i gotta do something i don't know if mullet is the answer but needs one day something you know like the next like the character the character update the mullet's just a little too mainstream right now yeah it's not i had one like three years ago before it was cool so yeah. <laughs> i'm taking credit for that trend yeah no it was, it was all you <laughs> all me yeah <laughs> um cool what uh so they were at coachella this last year yeah i did i totally missed them yeah no I, that was like it was on Friday. We kind of, me, my friends and I kind of like went this really awkward route because like that's the, the way they plan these festivals is to kind of have a whole idea of where different groups of people would go. And we went to like the weirdest combination of, we went to like three Australian punk bands and people were like, oh, did you go to Baby Keem? It's like, no, I went to like Ammo and the Sniffers. <laughs> Just, <laughs> yeah, it was, it was weird. What were your, give us top, your top three acts of the weekend. I know that's probably tough to narrow it down. Yeah, definitely. Definitely the chats. Definitely. Yeah. The chats and then Amel and the Sniffers. Amel and the Sniffers is like a female led, um, another Australian punk band. And then honestly, probably like Flume. I freaking love Flume. Not, not not what I think that people would expect me to really like, but he's he's in my top. Yeah, three Aussies, three Aussies is my top three acts. That they there were freaking go. awesome. Are you a are you a hooper? Do you play basketball? Dude, I played uh I played three years of varsity basketball in high school. Okay, <laughs> yeah, I know. Yeah. I was I had to ask because your music video for what you are you're from yeah, somewhere you're from somewhere yeah yeah on a basketball court you're holding a basketball for a decent amount of the time yeah no that's uh yeah i um probably like until like 10th grade i was convinced that i was gonna go like to college to play basketball and um at 10th grade i realized i probably wasn't good enough to do more than varsity but i could play varsity and that was uh that was good enough for me i in 11th grade we won texas state championship which is okay but i mean like i was a bench warmer that year but uh, it was cool. That was my life until probably this my senior season ended, and then I realized, oh shoot, like basketball cannot be my personality. <laughs> I feel like every every basketball player kind of has the same personality too. I was there at one point. Yeah, yeah, could 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 not. I mean, it's it's just like you know, you go, you work out, and you when you go hang out with your friends, you're going to the gym and playing pickup, and then it's like, oh, when you talk to your friends, you're talking about like your fantasy team and. Oh, so I was like, I can't, this isn't me. I, I was, I was, I changed. That was the thing is like, at least in my school, no one made music. I was the only person in my grade or the grade above or below that ever did anything to do with music. So I just, that was just suppressed. And I was like, I love basketball. <laughs> and you're listening to little baby too. I'm yeah. sure. Yeah. Um, do you still play? Dude, I'll like, I'll hoop from time to time. I mean, at this point, it's just like I'll go to the park down the street from my house, and there's some pretty good pickup there, and okay. uh, I'll I'll play some pickup, and that's about it. 
Yeah, that's kind of where I'm at too. So if you ever want to play pickup, let me know. Dude, I mean, uh, like if, you, if you're trying to get dunked on, let me know. <laughs> okay, I'm ready. I'm ready to be dunked on. <laughs> Dude, I was I was talking to actually I was talking to like like the Illusion Hills kids and like Jonah Roy and stuff. We were talking about trying to like come up with like a a pickup basketball tournament for like people in the scene. And if, if that ever happens, I will let you know. I feel like we could put together a pretty solid team. Yeah. No, I mean, like I'm saying like, we could probably put together like six teams of five, like actually and have like a full on tournament. Let's do it. Yeah. All right. So what's, what song are we going to be playing at this tournament? What's a song that you like to hear while you're hooping? Oh, shoot. That's a, that is a crazy one. Um, let me think. I feel like I actually like I gotta go. I gotta go like '90s rap. I gotta go tribe, hundred percent. Gotta go tribe. Great pick. Um, well, it was just the 30th anniversary of the low end theory. Oh no way! So I think you gotta pick off of that. Yeah. No, I got. Yeah, probably. That helps us narrow it down. Yeah, it's probably it's not like your typical ball pick, but I'd probably just go like we got the jazz for real. I think that's just, you know, just chilling around shooting hoops. Well, we got the jazz. <laughs> All right. I like it. Yeah, yeah. I'm sure everyone knows this one. We're going to play a little bit of it. Here is Tyler's pick for what song he is hooping to. Firm and young with a laid back tongue. The aim is to succeed and achieve at 21, just like Ringling Brothers, our days in a sound. Captivate the mass, cause the pros is profound. Do it for the strong, we do it for the meek. Boom it in your boom it in your boom it in your Jeep, or your Honda, or your Beamer, or your Legend, or your Benz. The rave of the town to your foes and your friends. So push it along, trails we blaze. Don't deserve the gong, don't deserve the praise. The tranquility will make you unball your fist. For we put hip hop on a brand new twist. A brand new twist with the whole heat of mystic. So low key that you probably missed it. But yet it's so loud that it stands in the crowd when the guy takes the beat. They bowed. So raise up, squire, adjust your attire. We have no time to wallow in the mire. If you're on a foreign path, then let me do the lead. Join in the essence of the cool out breed. The cool out to the music, cause it makes you feel serene. With the Tips so good. I mean, they're both just great. Yeah, I mean, that's uh, that's what like got me into hip hop. I freaking, the, like Tribe is one of my top, top of all time. They're just the best. What other what other hip hop do you listen to? Mostly uh, 90s stuff. Yeah, I mean that's how I really got into it. I was I went through a huge Kendrick Lamar phase too in high school. Um, Everyone does, right? Yeah, yeah. Like oh, I remember like I was defending T Pab with my life in like 2015, <laughs> and all my friends were like, "The weekend's so much better than Kendrick Lamar. T Pab is the worst album." And I was like, "Oh my god, what is everyone doing?" Um, that and then. I listen to like a lot of like of kind of like Griselda E type things. Like I love Makami and West Side Gun, and I mean I even love I love Freddie Gibbs. All that kind of like super sample heavy hip hop I listen to quite a bit. You like Joey, dude? 
I love Joey in high school. To be completely honest, I haven't listened to him as much in the last probably four years or so. But his his earlier stuff, I used to, like. I bumped 1999 for so long. That's still his best album for sure. Yeah, give you the floor here. Um, leave us with something. Yeah. Um, I would just say. I've spent like a very long time. This project that's going to be coming out soon. This project's name is All the Cool Kids Die. I haven't posted it specifically anywhere yet, but it's essentially a nine track project that I've been working on for a long time. I have four songs of it already out. Um, It's essentially last year, not last year, in July of 2020, um, one of my like really good friends passed away unexpectedly. And kind of since then, like all my friends like had to pick up the pieces and it was like at the peak of lockdown and there was so much time on our hands and so much like a few people to talk to. And it was like this whole kind of growing up from adolescence, like learning that death is like a thing that you can experience and like learning how to kind of grow up in a world that you didn't necessarily expect. That kind of whole experience, I made an album of personal growth from that. And that's what these four songs are off of. And yeah, I'm literally, as soon as we hang up, I am going to go and mix the last two songs and it's going to be submitted very, very, very soon. And I'm looking forward to show this body of work I've been working on. And once that's out, I got like 30 songs I'm ready to release after it. So I'm, I'm so stoked. Well, that's good news. We're certainly ready for this project. And then it's great to hear that you have so much, yeah. music ready to go no i've just been I've, i have like a very specific vibe with what i'm going for with this and there's like specific like very particular with the writing and everything and it's just like i'll make a bunch of songs and then those songs aren't uh exactly what i want on the project so i'll like keep them it's like okay once i put this out and then i got just like songs for like a year and so i'm excited to get this project out and then 2023 is going to be the takeover Well, thank you so much for being here. It was great to have Tyler Simpson, a.k.a. Nemo Lakes, on the Get Lost podcast. Tyler, you get to pick your walk-off song. It can be one of your songs. It can be another song, whatever you you want. Um, I'm going to do... um... My walk-off song is going to be Losing My Edge by LCD. Actually, no, that's way too long. That's like a 10-minute song. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I was like, LCD just has those yeah. massive buildups. We're going to be here for longer than a minute yeah. and a half. Yeah, no. Okay. Um, I was going to do Mystery by Turnstile. 